Twisted listeners. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. This is is unlike anything we've ever done, everyone. (laughs) It's so weird. Okay, so I think I have mentioned before on the podcast that I once, like, tweeted and blogged as a gnome. (laughs) And you got paid for it. (laughs) And I did get paid for it. So this is how... It all happened. It was back in like 2011, 2012, and there was a website, and I do not remember the name of the website, but basically it was like freelance writing jobs, and you could like bid on them, and you would send like a sample of your writing or what. Like, so one of the things I did was for a company called Vocabulink, which is no longer a website, but they were teaching foreign languages by with storytelling. Okay. Um, like so I can I can't find any of because I submitted them on a web page, so I don't have copies. Right, because I know you were looking for them. Uh-huh. So it would be something like this is one I remember specifically. It was like I was assigned the word Hermano. And I don't remember my story, but you you tie it to an English word and tell a story. So that's brother. Yeah. and But mine was about an airman, but you look for a word that sounds similar oh. in English. Um, so my story was about an airman and something about his brother. I don't remember the full story, but you created these stories to tie that's with words really to help cool. people. So I did a bunch of those. Um, and got and got paid for them. And then another thing that I did. Do you remember how much they paid you? Um, I want to say it was like $10 a word. Wow. That's a lot of money. Some, like some extra money. Um, then I did. It was for like a company. Let me see if I have it. Okay. It was for a company called Garden Gnome World. Let's <laughs> guess even better. And um, they wanted me to tweet and blog as a gnome. I don't have any of my um, tweets from back in the day. Um, And I got paid like, not by tweet, but like a certain amount of money for a range of tweets per month. But then I also blogged and I got paid like, I I think it was like, Maybe it was 10 to $20 per blog, maybe based on word count. So I did that. And then I really have no recollection of like why I quit or what happened. So this all came about because my friend Claire, you all know Claire, she's been on twice, asked me a question about something she was thinking about doing, whether I thought it was a good idea or not. And I was like, you totally should do that. Fun fact. I once tweeted and blogged as a garden gnome and she was like, (laughs) what, where can I find these? And I'm like, so then I tried to go back onto Twitter. Cause you did look, we were, I remember you looked for this stuff and we were recording our, one of our gnome, our gnome porn, one of our most popular ones. So funny. So then I um, went into my email and searched garden gnomes and like the blogs popped up because I tweeted directly, but the blogs I sent to somebody who put them on the website. So I have mm-hmm. 
a lot of the blot. So I didn't know what I was getting into when I was reading these. I've known about these infamous blogs, but then when I started reading it, this is what sealed my understanding of why Jen and I are friends. Just, I knew why, but I've never really seen your, I've seen your blogs every once in a while from a long time ago. like A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, and you're a good, awesome writer. And so this just puts in the twisted weirdness of <laughs> who you are. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sending my greetings to you from approximately 575 feet as I float merrily along in a hijacked hot air balloon that looks like a rainbow. You might be wondering why I would risk life and limb on this January morning to soar high above the earth. It's really a no-brainer. I'm doing this to celebrate National Balloon Ascension Day. 219 years ago, this French guy named Jean-Pierre Blanchard made the first aerial voyage in America. It was a pretty big deal. And believe me, I know because I'm a pretty big deal myself. (laughs) George Washington was there to witness the ascent. Of course, like Jean-Pierre, I didn't bother to think about how I was going to get back to where I ascended from. And the wind is pretty gusty today. Do me a favor, please. If you see a a rainbow hot air balloon abandoned on a field somewhere, hanging on a telephone wire or even on your own roof, will you please rescue me and put me in a nice shady part of your yard? I will bring you good luck for many years. You know, until I decide to borrow your car to celebrate Henry Ford's birthday. Oh, my God. And this is from a garden gnome's perspective. Yes. I mean, yes. Oh, my God. Mm hmm. And this was, you know, written back in 2012, because I will tell you that, um, like, so why I point that out is no chat GPT was involved. Now, I did this morning feed all of my blogs into chat GPT and asked it to write a blog in the same um, tone and sarcasm. And I'll share that at the end. Okay. They're all, they're all funny and very odd. They are all very they're, odd. They're all PG. Actually, they're all G-rated. There's nothing like mine would have been very <laughs> would inappropriate. Have been porn, porn, gnome born? Just a little cussing so, here and there. So there's a day where, you know, those National Day of the Month, Pet Day mm-hmm. and Organizing Day fall on the same day. Um, it's January 14th in case you want to mark it on your calendar. So <laughs> here we go. I hope everyone is prepared to celebrate tomorrow, January 14th, in a proper fashion. If not, I'm posting a day early to give you the opportunity to not bungle this whole thing completely. I look forward to this day each and every year. Are you ready for this? It is dress up your pet day and organize your house day. It's both on the same day. I'm not sure which of these occasions tickle my funny bone more. On one hand, I get to see pets specifically dogs, walking up and down the street in ridiculous fashions. There's nothing funnier than seeing a Rottweiler or a Schnauzer dressed in an Argyle sweater or a poodle in a raincoat. Oh, my God. You might think I'm heartless to be so gleeful over the spectacle of these an- that these animals make. Please. I have lost count of the number of times I've been peed on by dogs of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Therefore, I urge you to run to the nearest pet store so that you can buy something horribly embarrassing for your pet to wear tomorrow. I'll be the gnome under the tree laughing. You're probably scratching your head trying to figure out why I even care about organizing your house day. It's simple, really. Gnomes are amazing organizers. 
Why do you think your shed always looks so nice? Have you ever considered letting us in in cold winter nights so that we don't have to deal with icicles dripping off our noses? If you did let us inside, you'd be amazed at how much organizing we would do in exchange for a little warmth. (laughs) However, winter after winter, we sit outside in the elements. Therefore, I guess you will need to go buy extra garbage bags, bins, and storage boxes and work all the live long day. Happy organizing, everyone. But please make sure you leave enough time to dress your pet. I'll be watching. Where did this come from? Um, my brain is a really weird ass place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you realize this, but there's a certain pecking order in the garden. It goes without saying that garden gnomes are the supreme beings. There's no arguing that point. At the opposite end of the spectrum are the squirrels. People hate squirrels more than just about anything. The problem stems from the bird feeders that people (laughs) insist on putting in their yards. Squirrels aren't that bright, and they simply assume that you've put a squirrel feeder in your yard. They don't understand why people shoot BBs at them or put two liter (laughs) bottles on the line or buy those feeders that fling the squirrels off. (laughs) The truly ironic thing is that the birds don't mind sharing with the squirrels. They actually encourage it. I'll admit that part of the reason they encourage the squirrels is for the endless hours of entertainment (laughs) that it provides for all of us. Well, today is the day to take those contraptions down. Spread the seed on the ground and give the squirrels a break. It is National Squirrel Appreciation Day. Have you appreciated a squirrel today? Oh, my God. I've never seen a feeder that bounces them off. You haven't? Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. So when we lived in both Georgia and... um, Squirrels are in Nebraska. Uh, squirrels, yeah. But we always had bird feeders in our backyard. And my in-laws were always very overzealous also about having bird feeders in their yards. And like my father-in-law, nothing crushed his soul more than like a squirrel eating the seed from the bird feeder. Yep. Like he had these wires. He like suspended it in midair, but squirrels are like these type rope artists. Oh my and God. so like he would drill a hole in the bottom of a two liter bottle. Like he would put a two liter bottle on the, on the wire so that when the squirrels got to that point, it would spin and they'd fall off. Oh my God. That's. And, <laughs> and I think we did that as well in, in Georgia. Um, it's, it's, it, do they get hurt or is it just like, no, they just like spin and fall to the ground. They don't get hurt. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess hypothetically they could like tear their ACL or something. (laughs) Do they have an ACL? (laughs) That would mean that they need, they have knees. (laughs) I think squirrels have knees. No, you don't think so. Here's the thing, because they're supposedly called elbow. Like your dog has elbows, four elbows. Oh. That's what my husband told me. I still don't believe. Well, I don't know. We had to, we spent a f- absolutely absurd amount of money on our, on our, Austra- one of our old Australian shepherds getting both effing knees replaced. So oh, I'm so going to argue that they do have knees. Oh, His wow. back legs. How long did he last after that? Oh, we still have him. He's oh, like, okay. he's like, he's six now. And we had the surgery because he was like only four when it happened. Oh. But. That's young. He blew out one in the, the, I mean, I'm, I can't even, 
it makes me sick to my money, sick to my money, sick to my stomach and my money, how much money we spent. But so the doctor said, uh, I'm going to tell you before I do this surgery, a lot of times we fix the first one and the second one blows out too. Mm. And so we went through the surgery of the first leg and I'll be damned like within a month Oh my of, God. Of being back up and, a, and around, he tore the second one. And I'm like, How? well, What's you're he in doing? for a pound. I don't, he's just, I, I think he obviously, whatever, he had like weak knees. I don't know. So we kind of like in for a penny, in for a pound. Like we've already fixed one. It seems you stupid well. to not fix the second. So I'm talking like we probably spent $9,000 fixing this dog's knees. I'm and sure. now, like, I don't remember what it was recently. I'm like, at what point, like, he's fine. He did like, we thought he had hurt that one of those legs again. I'm oh, like, God. at this point, he is just going to be a limping. If, if that happens, he's just going to have to be a limping dog <laughs> is like, we'll treat his pain. I cannot continue that's a lot of money. They're so freaking expensive. They are. Well, and I always was one of those people that like before it was my dog, I'd be like, I would never spend money to blah, blah, blah. No. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you well, do because dog you love. You had one about Mitt Romney in here somewhere. I do. So the political gnomes, um, there was an Obama and it was around election time. Um, so. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney has taken the idea of grassroots politics to a whole new level. As he seeks election in 2012, <laughs> he is sending his likeness out into yards across the nation to woo potential voters. A Mitt Romney garden gnome will do anything to win your vote. He will weed your garden, he will water your flowers, and he will guard your yard against mischief. He will even lead the bird squirrels and chipmunks in a stirring rendition of God Bless America every morning. Can we talk about a Ron DeSantis garden gnome? Oh, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write one. Um, he's going to take out. <laughs> he's going to be like the freaking annihilator gnome where he just rips everything out of its roots. He burns things down and he arrests people for just being people because they're not gnomes. And he's going to complain that everybody is not. They're too inclusive of humans. Oh, my God. He is. There's so many things we could do with a Ron DeSantis gnome. Okay, so President Obama, he was he was the current president at this time running for reelection. President Obama's recent changes to his campaign plan came as a result of overhearing someone say that his bid for reelection was for the birds. He quickly latched onto the idea and has sent many emissaries in the form of Obama gnomes out into the neighborhoods of America. They hope to win your vote by equalizing nesting for the birds, as well as providing health care for all. A President Obama garden gnome will make a world of difference in your yard. Well, I, you know what? You know what a Ron DeSantis gnome would say? No, don't say leprechaun. You can't be a sprite. You can't be a fairy. Haha, <laughs> fairy. <Either laughs> don't say fairy. That would be the Ron DeSantis gnome world. Yeah. Would only only be male gnomes in the world, and everything everybody else would be in trouble or arrested. Oh, you could have fun with that. Yeah. Then I had random act of kindness day <laughs> gnome. Everyone with two legs knows that guard gnomes are thought to bring good luck to the fortunate people who have one or more in their yard, and I'm here to tell you it's true. 
People with garden gnomes are usually those lucky individuals who find their sunglasses on their own head, Mm. who find the missing shoe on their foot, and who never run out of toilet paper at a bad time. However, some of you are just unlucky by nature and you need some extra good luck or an entire army of gnomes. I'm here to let you in on a little secret. Today is a day that can buy you some good luck that will last you a good long while. February 17th is Random Act of Kindness Day. What qualifies as a random act of kindness, you might ask? Giving someone else a garden gnome for their yard is a (laughs) random act of kindness. Picking up a garden gnome that has fallen over or been knocked down by some dog seeking revenge is a random act of kindness. Placing a beautiful girl garden gnome near a handsome boy garden gnome Mm. is a random act of kindness. I think you get the idea. I suppose you can always do something nice for another. So I had ChatGPT. Okay. Right one. I started with for Teacher Appreciation Day, but then I was like, nah, let's call it Teacher Depreciation Day. Yes, that's what it is. The theme. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is a gnome's perspective on teachers. Welcome back, dear readers. Today we're tipping our pointy hats to a holiday that's sure to bring a smirk to your face. Teacher Depreciation Day. You might be wondering why we're depreciating teachers instead of appreciating them. Well, dear friends, it's because we gnomes know how to keep things fresh, fun, and dripping with sarcasm. So grab your <laughs> apples, your rulers, and your sense of humor. It's time to poke some lighthearted fun at those who put up with your little darlings day in and day out. The joy of grading. Just a leisurely stroll. Oh, teachers, you must have it so easy. Leisurely marking papers with a cup of tea at your side deciphering ineligible handwriting as if it were a delightful (laughs) riddle. Your evenings must be filled with joy as you decipher elaborate tales about why assignments haven't been submitted. Bravo for keeping your sanity intact while your social life crumbles beneath the weight of ungraded Oh my God. Classroom management, like herding cat, like blah, 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 blah. Classroom management, like herding cats, but easier. Your ability to maintain order, my God, I cannot talk. Your ability to maintain order in the wild jungle of a classroom is truly something to be well depreciated. Juggling the multitude of distractions from flying objects to sneaky text messages must feel like a piece of cake. You've mastered the art of managing chaos and keeping your coal while simultaneously side-eyeing that student who's been suspiciously quiet for the last 10 fashion sense, making the mundane look good. Teachers, how do you make dress up days look so easy? I can only imagine that assembling an outfit that's equal parts professional and fun takes no time at all. A spare tissue up your sleeve or tie a scarf for that extra touch? What more could anyone want from a fashion icon? You're truly a shining example of resourcefulness. Oh my God, ChatGPT. Screen time shenanigans. Phones? No problem. In the never-ending battle against smartphones, you teachers stand tall as the fearless defenders of knowledge. Your valiant efforts to pry students away from the captivating world of social media must be met with enthusiastic cooperation. You're like screen time whispers, effortlessly (laughs) regaining the attention of students without having to confiscate a single device. How do you do it? Wow. And my last but not least, summer break, a time to put your feet up. Ah, and then there's the myth of the relaxing summer break. 
Everyone knows teachers spend their entire vacation lounging in the sun, mm. reading novels, and sipping cold drinks. Yeah. We gnomes are well aware that you don't spend your summers attending in services, participating in training, or preparing your classrooms for the next academic year. Not you. You all are the epitome of relaxation, carefree, and soaking up the rays. So all you teachers out there, whether you're a newbie or a seasoned veteran, Happy Teacher Depreciation Day. May you receive countless sarcastic remarks, backhanded compliments, and smirks that say, <laughs> I see what you did there. You've earned it. And don't worry, I'll be here in the garden watching and waiting for any stray apples that might come my way. I've got your back. That was brilliant. So that's chat GPT. Yeah. So basically, I just fed it in the other blogs and said, write in this same tone. Okay. Um, for teacher, did you put in right? And then I said for teacher and let's make this one about teacher appreciation day. And it did. And like, ooh, make it more sarcastic and let's call it teacher depreciation day. And it spit it back out. That's amazing. It does <laughs> sound like you're partly your voice. It does. I mean, like, and I could have fed it more information and it would have probably made it sound even more like me. So it's kind of the sad thing. Like I had to put a whole lot of thought back in the day yeah. into those garden gnome things. And now literally I could be like, Hey, I need one for pie day. And it would probably be better than the one I actually made. Yours are pretty for pie day. Yours are pretty damn smart. Pie day, blah, blah, blah. Today's <laughs> pie day. No, I didn't leave off the E at the end. There is no E at the end. It's a day to celebrate pi, which is the symbol for the ratio of the circumference of a circle to its diameter. Lost that we you used already? to have to teach in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Lost you already? You must not be currently taking geometry or you aren't a big enough nerd. Pi is 3.141592, blah, 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 and on and on and on. It seriously never ends. Most people just stop at 3.14, which is how we come to be celebrating pie day on 3.14. I'm thinking that we should just go ahead and celebrate with some apple pie. You know a pie is round, right? Totally works for me. Guess this gnome isn't that big of a nerd after all. But nerd was spelled G-N-E-R-D. <laughs> it's a knee slapper. Claire, when she sent these, she's like, oh, my God, uh -huh. you've missed your calling in life. You have. <laughs> you have. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what should I do with this this skill of writing as a gnome? <laughs> I think, I think, you know, when I was, we were talking to um, Jake, and she talked about her book was kind of born out of her blog. And you and I you used to blog. A blog. We did. You, do you still blog? I have it open. Um, and for a while, I had our our transcribed podcast going to my blog. But I was thinking about going back to blogging, um, especially with my dad's story that people want to hear more of. Oh, yeah. And, that'd be um, excellent. Well, and then, you know, my mom and my stepmother and the difference in their religions and how, how you know, I sit there and think about people want to read that. People want stories. Like, I know that Clapper is is kind of the app that is trying to bring the TikTok people over in case TikTok is banned. Okay. So I've jumped on Clapper, but it has to be all brand new content. You really, really can't repurpose any of your old content because it'll tell you if it has a watermark or anything, it'll say, because um, one of mine immediately got like 2000 views and then it shaded it out and said that because this was um, from another, it has a watermark. 
another platform, we can't push it out anymore. So, so are you uh, thinking of vlogging like your know. story or blogging, writing it? The the writing is what I know. Vlogging? Do people read blogs anymore? They do. I mean, they obviously really do. people read Jake's blog. I, when we moved to Nebraska, I started a blog. What was your blog's name? Ooh, I don't remember. It was... No, because you're following me on mine from like 2011. It was, uh, what was yours called? Dry Erase Me. You commented on mine. You read them every week. I did. I did a lot of things that I just, I don't know why I quit doing. Like blogging as a gnome. I don't know why I quit doing that. Did I comment as me or was I commenting as my blog? Oh, you were edtechtalk.com. Oh, yeah. That was when I was like loved. Chalk it up to experience. Is that what it, what I was? Uh-huh. My topic was, should we stay or will it snow? And you wrote January 8th, 2011. My favorite part of the day was when I called in to let the office know that we were on the way. I was informed that you were already there. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's sitting next to me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, my God. There okay, was- then. Okay, this is June 17th, 2012. Okay. I wrote Tales from Summer Break, and you said, beautifully written as always, I finally revisited my blog. I think I might just give it another shot. Obviously, Isn't I this didn't. weird listening? And then I wrote one, Theater Mom to Soccer Mom, um, and you're like, oh my God, you just had me in tears, mainly because I remember Serena as Audrey Hepburn and the ensuing disappointment. I miss you so much, it hurts. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you, you were very, very... I read blog. your blog every yeah every time there was mm-hmm. one I think I used to get an email like when you mm-hmm. updated your blog and I would go read it that is still one of my favorite stories that that drive to school in the like sleeting snow none of us knew how to drive in that type of weather Kim I don't was even driving. know how to drive I'm it not sure why how was you- I driving I don't know why you were driving, but you were driving. I think we brought, we probably had our girls with us in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Go to going to. It took forever to get there. It did going to Lucia's where they stayed during the day. Oh my god, it took forever, and I literally remember calling <laughs> and saying, "Kim and I are late," and she's like, "Kim's here," and I'm like. <laughs> She's not because I am in a car with her. She's like, no, I saw. I mean, she and she argued. With she was me. arguing with you. She's like, no, I saw her walk down the hallway. I'm like, no, there was, to be fair, for a teacher who from behind. She was my height, like my him. size, same height, same size, same hair color. She mm-hmm. did indeed look like her from behind, but then she argued with me, mm-hmm. like I'm. I promise you she's not. And and I still had to go and show them that I was just coming in. She's I thought you were already here. I was like, did 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 Jen just talk to you like I was there? Like, did any of this and it just shows you that when people have a conviction about something, regardless of how freaking wrong they are, they will stand by it the whole way. All right. So we hope that you have a gnomerific day. A gnomerific day. So you're you're going to write a Ron DeSantis Joe Biden gnome. Okay. Like oh I want my God. <laughs> Joe Joe Biden could be He's gonna be like a wandering around gnome. He gets lost. <laughs>